Happy Sunday, lovelies. This your girl, Kitty J, and you're listening to Growing In and Glowing For Christ Podcast. We didn't do Bible study on Wednesday, so we're doing it today. And I'm going to try to get on the schedule where I do it on Wednesdays and either Sundays or Saturdays. So... Today's Bible study is Restoration of God's Remnant. Okay. And for those of you that's just joining, we always do our Bible study out of the Daily Grace Code book um, called The Story of the Bible from A to Z. It's a kids and family devotional <laughs> book. That's where we all get our stories from. And then sometimes we... we actually do stories out of the bible this book that we're doing these bible study out of this book that we're doing our bible study out of has stories that's exactly in the bible it just breaks it down for you so like you can better understand like you know in a better way like if you're teaching your kids or something and i teach my kids so this is the great way to teach my kids so they can have a better understanding and then sometimes i go and read the bible to them also because they need to know what's in the good book also so let's get started restoration of god restoration and god's remnant. i'm sorry now there was another important prophet back in those days named Isaiah and his message was mainly for the southern kingdom of Judah. The capital of Judah was Jerusalem and its kings come from the line of King David. Unfortunately this kingdom was also marked by spiritual corruption. They had a couple of kings that worshipped the one true God and tried to live as God's covenant people. But overall, Judah struggled to stay spiritually pure. So Isaiah was given a message from God for his people. And the big idea of his message was summed up in the meaning of Isaiah's name. The Lord saves. So basically, Isaiah's name means... The Lord saves, which was a message that was given to God's people in Judea, which the capital of Judea was Jerusalem. Many of the kings there worshiped the one and true God. However, overall, the majority of the people did not. So, you see, Isaiah warned Israel that judgment was coming. Assyria and then Babylon would overtake them. This is because sin has consequences. Understand this. Whatever you do has consequences, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. In the Bible, it speaks about sin having consequences. No matter if it's big or small, there's a consequences behind sin we all need to understand that so it's best that we do our very best to live a holy and pure life the very best that we can because God understands that none of us are perfect and we're going to slip up sometimes 
All it matters is if we're doing our very best and he sees that and trying our best to keep ourselves holy and pure and not fall in the ways of the flesh. Fall in the ways of the flesh and let our flesh take over. Okay. So Judas, Judas, idolatry rebellion and pride would not go unpunished but isaiah's message was beautiful because while he told them of the coming judgment judgment he also told them about god's grace for those that repent and put their faith in him more than any of the other prophets, Isaiah's message of salvation is rooted in the sending of a Messiah. Isaiah pointed directly to Jesus as the promised Savior. And even more, Isaiah talked about the new Jerusalem that Jesus will establish after his second coming, which is what we're waiting for right now. So, Jesus' second coming... Which is Jesus, which will be the new Jerusalem, will happen after Jesus' second coming. Which, we're still waiting on Jesus' second coming. Oh, and he's coming. And that's not to scare anyone or anything. You should not be scared. You should be happy. You should rejoice. Because the ways of the world is not the way that you want to spend eternity like no you don't want to continue to live this type of life in pain and stuff like that so when jesus comes back everyone should want to rejoice no one should want to be scared or anything like that even though it may be a normal feeling especially if you know that you're not fully living a holy life and you may feel like Oh, I keep slipping up, so I'm scared because Jesus is coming back. And he is coming back. We just don't know when he's coming back, but he is coming back. And once again, Jesus is the promised, promised Savior. God always speaks good news into bad news like he did with Adam and Eve in Genesis 3 and 15. So even though Jerusalem would be destroyed, God promised them a remnant, a small group of people that will be saved because of God's covenant faithfulness. Isaiah 6 and 13. But you can believe no one listened to him, even though many of Isaiah's prophecies came true in his own lifetime. God knew that the people's hearts would be hardened and they wouldn't see the truth. But Isaiah obeyed and continued to preach. He preached that judgment is coming, but also reminded the people that there is hope. After Isaiah died, his other prophecies came true. 100 years later, the defeat and exile Judah happened by Babylon under the leadership of King Nebuchadnezzar. But Isaiah also wrote about a man named Cyrus that would be used to gather the remnant of Israel back to the land. Isaiah 44 and 28. Fast forward another 50 years 
and King Cyrus of Persia, Persia overthrew Babylon and then was prompted by God to allow the Israelites in exile to return to Jerusalem. So why does all of this matter to us today? You see, a large chunk of Isaiah's writing focuses on the servant and the Masonic kingdom that he will establish. This servant is Jesus. It is through Jesus that all of our covenants will be fulfilled. Through him, Israel will be restored. Isaiah 49 and 5. Jesus is the light for the nations. Isaiah 49 and 6. Isaiah even wrote how this will come about. Jesus would be despised, rejected, and crucified to his death in our place. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our inequities. Punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. Isaiah 53 and 5. This verse was fulfilled by Jesus at the cross, but he rose again. Isaiah also wrote a lot about Jesus' second coming, which we're waiting on Jesus' second coming to come. This, we are waiting on his second coming. Israel's future kingdom will come and Jesus will sit on David's throne on earth as king. Isaiah 55 and 3. This is what I Advent is all about. Waiting for Jesus to come back. When we celebrate Christmas each year, we affirm the fulfillment that Isaiah talked about regarding Jesus' first Advent. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. The Messiah was born of a virgin and called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Isaiah 7 and 14. He was God in human flesh and born to bring peace on earth. Isaiah 9 and 6, which he did. At Easter, we celebrate that Jesus suffered and died for the sins of his people. And now we expectantly wait for the fulfillment of Isaiah's words regarding Jesus' second coming. He will come back. So, we need to understand that the book of Isaiah basically speaks about the judgment upon the people who were... Not worshiping God, not doing right, not living pure, and not living holy. It also speaks about Jesus, who is the promised Savior, who came to save us. And it also speaks about Jesus' second coming, which this is what we're waiting on to happen. This is a very short Bible study today. So, dear God, thank you that you are the ultimate author of the Bible. Through Isaiah's words, we can see that you, Jesus, are the Messiah. Only the Son of God could fulfill every single prophecy. The birthplace, the family, the details regarding your death and burial. And because you did, we can now confidently wait 
that you will come again just as it says in the bible we believe in jesus name we pray amen this was a very short bible study today um i hope you all enjoyed it next week's bible study on wednesday is going to be shadrach meshach and abendigo that's what we're going to talk about next and then on that weekend we're going to talk about tame lions which i believe is going to talk about daniel then after that we will talk about under god's control so that is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Tamed Lions, and Under God's Control for the following weeks to come. Um, also, for those of you that's just listening, I am not a preacher. I am not trying to be a preacher. I'm not trying to be a pastor. I am a believer of Christ, and it is my duty as a believer of Christ to spread the word of God. If you are a believer of Christ, it is your duty to spread the word of God also. I am a minister. Each and every last one of us are ministers. We may not be ordained, but we are ministers because we are believers of Christ. So it is our duty to help spread the word of God, to help get people saved, to help people stay saved. You know, turn back to Christ. Turn back to God. Help us to stay on the right path of being with God in Jesus. So, that's our duty. And this is why I do my Bible studies on my podcast. On And I have this podcast in ministry. I also have a Facebook page. Um, it's called Growing In and Glowing for Christ. And I also have an Instagram, official G-I-G-F-C underscore, I believe. Um, so, yeah. You all have enjoyed the rest of your Sunday. And I hope you all have a wonderful week coming up. Thank you and God bless.